Remember the shake weight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, the menace to society that was sitting at home shake weighting himself in the uh, face. <laughs> oh my god. Bro, the fact that you gotta call the number and order that joint. Yeah. They just I'll take who's one, doing it. please. <laughs> <laughs> the like, person what? on the other line was like, <laughs> sure, coming right up. He said, What? All right. Shake what size? <laughs> BBC. <laughs> oh, man. But feminism, uh-huh. right? Is it taking away? Or no, the thing is, the problem I think is, is it's being done incorrectly. There's an overcorrection that people are trying to do. I do agree that it's been far too long or uh, the process to getting women in the limelight uh, is too difficult or has been too difficult for women. Yeah. Right. Um, That a lot of it in movies and shows and games, sports, it's very male uh, focused. Yeah. Right. And obviously that's been the conversation for so long. And then now the women have gotten together. What if I started calling it's them females, powerful. right? Do Why that. do women hate for them to come? I don't get that one. Well, we'll have to ask a woman because I honestly. I don't, why do they hate being called females? I, I mean, to a degree, I get. It's like we don't call other men males. But I can't. But if you call me a male, or if a woman called me, listen here, male, I wouldn't. I really wouldn't give it. It's actually going. Uh, it sounds funny. <laughs> it's bizarre. Like I, I do. I don't think I've ever addressed a woman as female. Unless you're trying to insult them, right? But then again, I'm not from yeah, here. Because is that a colloquial thing? Yeah, because like, somehow thing? it's become like derogatory. Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened between like... I've a- done it. <laughs> and Pouting. no, this, this fucking bitch deserved it. All right? No, let me tell my fucking story because oh, God, God damn it. I'm over here. Uh, it was South Philly. It was fucking... It was like five... No more. Maybe like eight, nine years ago. It was a minute ago. I'm driving down and uh, I get around Gino's and Pat's, all right? And these fucking, there's like six or seven white chicks. Uh, but yeah, they're fucking crossing the street while like I have the right of way and of they're course. just going, mm-hmm. right? And I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck are you? I have the car. <laughs> You're not gonna 1v1 a car and win. Right. I've tried it. It doesn't work. No, you lost. <laughs> <laughs> So I go and uh, I'm going and this bitch fucking is giving me the fucking finger, right? Because I'm not letting her fucking go. It's not your fucking right of way. I had the right of way. And, you know, she's like, "Uh," and I'm like fucking going, driving by. And she throws a fucking water ice at the back of my car. Right. Wow. And I'm like, and she waited till I was pretty like halfway down the block and she just fucking chucks it. And, uh, (laughs) good arm on her because she hit the windshield perfectly so i hit the fucking i put the car in reverse and i just fucking reverse up the block and i get out the car and i like i'm go and i turn the car off because in my head i'm like i don't want the car getting stolen yeah all i'm trying <laughs> understood yeah. so in south philly yeah so i go in there i turn the fucking car off i go out i start yelling at her and her first things was like what you gonna hit a woman right and i was like I was like, I fucking wish I would. You're lucky you're a fucking female or I would fuck you up, right? And I don't have any woman I can call that can, like, Alina's is not going to fight anybody for me. Right. Right. If I call my sisters, I don't think they're going to fight anybody for me. So I was, like, sitting there just arguing with this bitch. And I did call her a cunt. Because <laughs> you just threw a fucking water ice. Yeah. That's worse than feet. In the back of my, yeah, right? There are worse things. I can cook. Yeah. 
It's obviously worse. It's um, meant to be derogatory. But I can't hit you, right? So I have to hit you with words. <laughs> uh, and a dude, I remember being so fucking... And everybody at Pat's was just eating, enjoying their nasty-ass, nothing-ass cheese steaks, <laughs> unseasoned-ass mm, fucking... Was. Yeah. Um, no one really gave a <laughs> shit. <laughs> it was just like another day of Philly for the... Yeah, for real shit. But bro, I never wanted to hit a woman so bad in that, like other than that situation. But yeah, that's when I called a woman a female and then also a cunt. So, yeah, you well, doubled down. I really did. You I really did. Really told her because I she really was a woman, could, I can't hit put her you. in her place. Like I can't hit you. So what, what else am I gonna do? <clears throat> she gets away with it, right? I can't do anything. Honestly, that That's does true. bring me to the the Bill Burr joke. I won't actually say it because you should go watch his content, but. You know, there's not a reason to hit a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's a that's a pretty good joke. Like you shouldn't, as a, as a man, you shouldn't. You, you should be chivalrous and, and and control your masculine frame when it comes to situations that do anger you and frustrate you. But they're boy. If again, if they were men, Ugh. it would be so. the The threshold had already been passed. Mm-hmm. It, it had been passed, and I don't think they that that they understand that, which is why we have such. Ooh, a, yeah, no, I, I think they, I think they do understand that. They I manipulate think, it. Yeah, they abuse it. Because I had this mm. exact conversation with my girlfriend. I told her, well, she was like, um, I forget what we were talking about, but basically, she was saying like the way women interact with each other and men interact with each other are so different. I'm like, yeah, because as a man, you understand that if you're having a situation with another man, there's a possibility you have to fight or kill mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. Always, like if if something goes left with a dude, you have to be ready for war. Yep. With a woman, is like, yeah, whatever. Get the fuck out of my face. I'm not worried about you, like, because it's like you're. Most men are not intimidated physically by women. Facts. But another man, this is a life or death situation. So when women start talking to men crazy, it's like it's conflicting because you're like, all right, I want to put my hands on you, but I know I can't. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so, they know that, so that's what they abuse it. Yeah, they definitely. Uh, Manipulate the situation. They could, they they say and do whatever the fuck they want in order to get a reaction. Yeah. Because they know that the second you put hands on them, they've won. You've lost. Right. Right. So is the premise of this? Is it saying that we we should be allowed to? No, <laughs> I, no, no. We're I just no. Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would be insane. And, and we he, love women. Let that be clear. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Um, I think what we talked about a lot in the for what we want the podcast to be is the ability oh, to please. shed light on double standards. Yeah. And that's one of them. Like sure. women can say and do anything to get a, a reaction out of a man. And a lot of times, uh, especially depending on how shitty the woman may be in the oh, situation, uh, what they want is a reaction. What they want is the guy to put a hand on her so that she can win that situation because that's a lose a hundred percent for the guy. Yeah. Um, there's never a situation where a man lays hands on a woman and that's a good thing. Um, 100%. So no, it's not, we're not here arguing that men should <laughs> fucking box women on the street. Cause you should not. Uh, no, <laughs> we're just trying to, uh, talk about the fact that it happens that, yeah. that women do manipulate that because they know that a decent man is never going to touch a woman. And, and to that point, can we, can we clearly define what feminism is before we go like deep into the convo? See, I think in its basis, feminism was meant to be um, a fight for equality, right? For women. Uh, yeah. Okay. At least that's what I thought it was. Okay. Like, what would you, what would you, uh, what is it called? 
define. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say vocabulize, but it's not a I fucking mean, word. I don't think, bro. Let's let's make that a word. Well, how would you vocabulize? <laughs> make it a hashtag. Um, I guess. See, my definition of it is long-winded. Um, so if I was allowed the floor, no, as, please as go for it. Um, I think a lot of what America is, a lot of what Western, the Western world is, is all defined by like World War One, World War Two. Like if okay, no, no, no. I love it. I love it. I love it. I suck at history. So whatever you're about it. to say, bro. Because the thing is, it's like my man said long-winded, and I was like, we're we going back to the 1800s. We got to We got to go say, back to that. We started early. We got to go back to that. <laughs> like I feel like the only way you can even really discuss modern feminism is by discussing like how the moving. See, I can't even really speak to how it truly began. I'd have to have notes here. This isn't that kind of place, you know. Nah, we don't. We, we don't take that. notes. It's the main case. It's, it's the main case. We don't take Ain't notes. The case. Yeah, it's yeah. bullshit. It's BS. <laughs> so I'm not an expert. I'm not going to pretend that I'm an expert. But I, I think if you if you think about like men went to war, women when they went to war it was just to be nurses and stuff, right? Yep. So they were kind of relegated to just being the thing that we try to or not we, but that society tries to perpetuate that they are, which is nurturing. Uh, emotional things of that particular nature, and men—they just fight. We're just aggressive. That's our—that's our our worldview. That's the way that we operate. It's through aggression. Everything is through the vehicle of aggression. Yeah. So World War II is crazy. It's wild. We're sending all of our people out there, all of our our men out there, and mostly all we have left is we got people like, you know, I guess today the equivalent would be people like Trump, Musk. We got CEOs of a lot of these companies that stay because they have corporate interests of staying. And then you have, what? who's the left in the workforce is, is women. Yeah. So you translate them from jobs that are considered nurturing and stuff, and you got them in factories. You have them in, in, in places like that. And that kind of builds a movement, because when men come back, they want their jobs back, right? That's mm-hmm. true. And status quo is, no, I get, my, I get my stuff back. I fall for this country, I get what I want. And... For a woman that has to go back to being relegated to a housewife, I made my own money. Yeah. So I think that's that's where it starts, you know. I think it's it's tough to remove it's it's so tough to remove how important those two wars were to what America is now. Like that's why we're a superpower. That's why we're the greatest country in the world. Was. True. <laughs> true. Super true. Super oh, yeah, true. Um, that's why. Those two wars White are people wide. are furious. I mean, they, they understand that. Like, if, if you know history and you, you can understand, like, implications and, and you can extrapolate certain things, you can understand that those two wars are why we are where we are as, as, as people, why we are where we are as men. Like, the whole nuclear family, just... One man, one woman, one boy, one girl. White picket fence. That whole white picket fence idea. Mm-hmm. Reagan economics. Or Reaganomics. Reaganomics. Yeah. Like, all of that is... I mean that's that's you know that's like thirty years past uh, yeah, World yeah, War Two, yeah. but um, uh, it's like that's where it all begins. It, I, I think it's tough to remove the taste that they have from financial liberty. So now they have financial liberty. Do we have relationship autonomy? Do we have autonomy in our relationship? Do we have leadership within our relationship? Can we use estrogen? Can we use femininity? Can we use any of that to our advantage in 
social relationships? And I think to a degree, I would say yes, because it, it's fair, fair, but it's hard for a man that wants classic, uh, like classic submissiveness traditional from a woman. Yeah, traditional. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I think that's the tough part. So that's how I would describe feminism is, is that I think the fight for, it, it's kind of like, you know, wanting to have your, your cake and eat it too. Again, this is long-winded, so I apologize. No, no, go for it, man. So this is wanting to have your cake and eat it too. So I want to be able to enjoy the benefits of chivalry, of Knight's Code, you know, hold the door open for your lady. Whoever was doing this, rest in peace, but putting your jacket on the puddle <laughs> so you can, yeah, so you're, instead of making her walk around the puddle. Yeah. You feel me? So First walk, man to do that, yo. Dumb wild man. Fuck wild man. Dumbest. And you know that other, other women were like, oh my God. Why aren't Why you doing that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just incredible. And my man just like, just got this jacket. <laughs> yeah, <fuck that>. <laughs> right, you are can't way walk too around expensive it? for no, men right now. I got to yeah, my jacket on the fucking up. puddle. Not even so that. it's like you have that aspect of it. So they want the chivalry. They want they want the benefits of being docile, submissive women while also wanting the benefits of being aggressive. Like the playground that we play in is 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 worldwide expansive aggression. And that's the playground that they want to they're trying to reconcile both of those things and i think that you should be allowed but you should you need to know what comes with that and i think that's the issue that's a that's a great point that you actually made um and what i'm hearing you say is a lot of that is like economically like uh, the foundation is economics oh for sure um and i was i was thinking about this before we came in here and i'm like and i actually had a conversation with my, with my fiance now um, I was like, you okay, know, flex, 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 flex. <laughs> uh, but I was like, uh, how much of this whole like feminist movement and what's happening is tied to money? Like mm. with Marvel, like oh, yeah. Marvel is pushing, you know, heroines and these movies now. Right. What <laughs> what's do. the reason behind that? Is it is it financially motivated or is it about inclusivity? No, it's financially motivated. For so who, the loudest though? voice right now I is would push against that. See, I, I are think, you kidding me? So the only reason why I'm pushing against it is okay. My bad. I need to be closer to the mic. The only reason why I think I would push against that is because these characters do exist. I okay, think, but they're going about introducing these characters in the worst way possible. Oh, true. Which is what? Okay, so. <laughs> If we're going to talk about female characters being introduced uh, in the MCU, uh, the newest and latest and most talked about one is She-Hawk. Okay. Right? Um, in the first episode, they made the Hawk, who had been hunted down by the government for 10 years, who we've seen struggle in, in that situation. We've seen that he can't even have sex because if he has sex, his adrenaline gets too high, he gets too excited, he turns into the Hawk. And he's not trying to hawk, hawk smash in that way. Um, <laughs> he can't have kids, right? He can't even he can't even just have a regular monogamous relationship. Um, and he, this is things that he's been fighting with for that we've seen for plus ten years. And in a thirty minute, not even because twenty six minute episode of She Hawk, they downplayed everything that he's ever done. And said that she's better at controlling the hawk because she's a woman. And her reason for I can control the hawk because I'm a woman is because I've been catcalled in the street. I've been mansplained things, right? Guys explain things to me in my own uh, profession. 
Um, I've been dealing with that for forever since since as far as I can remember. Because of that, I can control my anger. Okay, so she said word for word. I I didn't watch it, so I'm just trying to understand. She said word for word. I'm better at controlling my Hulk because I'm a woman. Word for word. Essentially. So she she didn't say because I'm a woman. Okay. She said, I'm better at controlling the Hulk because I've been mansplained. Fair. Right? I've been catcalled. And there was another one in there. Uh, I don't really. I saw the first episode a little while ago. Mm. Um, And then you just have Bruce Banner, who's her cousin, just like, like, I understand. Yeah, I get it. And then boom, that's it. That's the explanation we get as to why she can control her hawk better than Bruce Banner, who has been fighting to control the hawk for 10 plus years and has been demasculated since, let's talk uh, Edward Norton's hawk, right? That is hands down the best hawk I think we've ever gotten. That's where they put the most effort. That's where he looks the the best. That's where they uh, utilize the hawk. Right, getting stronger as he gets angrier, right? Um, and and even abomination, abomination being uh, just pure rage, uh, and the way that they looked and the way that they acted, right? Can can of course, if you want to dissect it, is just like toxic masculinity. If that's, I think, what how it's being viewed now. And why it's being removed. And if you see the hawk now, right, it's nowhere near that. If you've seen Abomination in She-Hawk, nowhere near what he was in Edward Norton's hawk. In the entire series, they just, you know, and it's funny, I guess, right? But they uh, uh, demasculate every guy as possible, right? She goes on a dating app. And all the guys there are just like, they're not smart. They're only there for sex, right? Um, They even say, uh, one of the lines in the show is, you can be a superhero and a man with uh, access to the internet still thinks he's better than you, right? Or still thinks he has a chance. (laughs) And I'm like, funny, but it's like, you know what you're doing, Yeah. right? Okay. Um, But that's what I'm saying Mm-hmm. is what they're doing because they have to appeal to the 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 loudest voice. They have to there's an agenda that is going on. I'm not going to fucking sit here and say that there's not. The word is agenda. agenda is trash. Right? Okay. No, but you tell me that there's not there's I mean, right I, ways I, I, and wrong ways of doing it. Marvel oh, sure. is doing it the wrong way. If I'm going to sit here and give you an example of what I think is a good way of uh showing like feminine masculinity and the way that it can be portrayed um and how they can compare to men is like the way House of Dragons is being controlled. Okay. Right? Because you have Rhaenyra Targaryen who is comparing or competing with all these guys and has been challenged by a bunch of men Spoiler. throughout the entire show. The series is, or the season's done. So and the, by the time <laughs> this episode comes out, you've had way more <laughs> than enough Watch time. Eight weeks? Spoiler alert, basically. Facts. I have not seen Um much. But I didn't say anything. Uh, just the way that she carries herself around men and challenges men throughout the show. Uh, but the men are written where they're not they're not bozos. They're not weak, right? They're not demasculated. Uh, they're still men. And she's challenging it in the way that she does. And it doesn't appear um, 
unauthentic. It doesn't seem inorganic. It, it just seems like that's her personality. Maybe we do owe a lot to the actress that plays Renera. Um, but we also have to admit that that's the writing, right? Okay. Because they need to be able to uh, give strength to women while simultaneously also giving strength to men. If your writing is to give strength to women and then weaken men, is that equality? So I think that's where I want to keep you at. Like that, that I think is exactly where I want to keep you at. Like right there, I think as men, for all the men that are like 100% triggered by the frustration that that episode gave, like the first episode, yes, 100%. Because she that got- That is a bullshit I also, reason. I also, like in that episode, in the same episode, she got cat called. She was like walking out of a bar mm-hmm. and somebody was like, hey, what's going on, girl? What's your name? You know, I'm just trying to get you. And she turned into the hawk and almost hit him. And Bruce had to come stop the situation. So I'm like. In, which isn't controlling your anger. Which is not controlling your anger. Yeah. And then 30 seconds later, you're like, well, I'm better than you at the hawk because people hit on me all the time or guys hit on me all the time. And I just know how to deal with it. And I'm just like, it's a little contradictory. It's just like Do bad writing. Do we know the comic book explanation for why she's better at controlling the hawk? So, I mean, it, I think it's just simply down to the fact that she's not, she's not born of the same reason that the Hulk was born. Like my man was born in violence. He already had in the comics, he had dissociative um, identity disorder. Okay. And the Hulk is actually one of them as, as well as many others. And if you read the new comics, this is spoilers. This is spoilers. This is spoilers. This is spoilers. For I'm gonna, you can say it as many as you want. I'm going to remove it out of the, <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. But for those that enjoy the comics, for those that truly enjoy it, the, um, the immortal Hulk delves deep into like, the aspect of the Hulk being the devil, the actual devil, like just the source of anger and rage. That's where it comes from is the one below all. So all gamma radiated individuals go through that. So that's She-Hulk, that's uh, Abomination, that's A-Bomb, that's everybody. So again, spoilers, spoiler ended. Um, so essentially that's how it's supposed to go. With her, again, she is a Deadpool character. She is allowed to break the fourth wall. She's written more so as a a quasi-important character. And that's not that's not a slight to her because she she is important in some ways. But she's written in this way that's important as as if Deadpool is important. Like Deadpool to the grand scheme of things is not an important gentleman. Like he's not. She-Hulk is not important to the grand scheme of things for a lot of like, you know, cosmic events. Um, except for maybe like one or two. Um, so there is basis for her to be better at controlling her anger. I don't think I like the idea that she's better at it specifically because she's a woman. That is one thing I will push back at. But how much of that am I going to attribute to bad writing versus, I mean, bad writing because of the agenda, one, uh, or just just purely the agenda. Like, I feel like there's a good way for her to do that like she, there's a good way for her to explain why she's better at it. I don't know how she can even say that she's better at it. She's only turned what twice at that point. Mm-hmm. So I, at some point, I do want y'all to explain what this agenda is. That y'all agenda is the trash that, that y'all I mean, are apparently I, on. That I have no idea. There's about. a there's a theory, right? And it's I do agree with Glenn. I hate you know I used it because there's really I don't know how oh, else it's like to woke. Use it. Okay, woke well, um, is the worst word of all time. But man. the agenda that. Uh, Exactly what I think they did in Hawk or what they tried to do 
or well, people didn't watch the show. People maybe I think people watched the first episode or the second episode and then just stopped. Um, I, I did see the whole thing, and you know, there's pros and cons to the show. I don't think it was horrible. I think it was a comedy show. I think it was fun. Okay. Um, but as far as the agenda goes, there's a theory that, uh, like the uh, movie industry, that pop culture, whatever it may be, is pushing to put like put women on the front line. Mm-hmm. And demasculate men, make sure that toxic masculinity is no longer a thing, or that masculinity in itself is not a thing. Um, Why? Because it goes back to what I think the topic or the idea behind it is uh, financial gain. Okay. Um, When it comes to what's trending, right, uh, women or feminist ideas is trending. That's true. Right. So if you continue to put out movies that uh, don't shine light on feminism or just doesn't mention it or doesn't portray it in any way, shape or form and continue to go down the aisle of what they've done in the past, right. Of like blonde or, you know, brunettes, whatever, just being fuck objects. That's all that women were in movies back in the day. If That's you go true. to like James Bond and fucking That's 60, true. 70s. Oh, but, he, that, but that I would push back because that's not true. Like if you look at like there's a bunch of people in film history, like even in those James Bond movies, yes, they were fuck objects. That's because like not even looking at James Bond as Sean Connery, Pierce Brosnan, I don't know the other gentleman, but just thinking of them and for the, I guess the women that were attracted to them as at the time, the the entire point of James Bond is to be handsome, mm-hmm. to be a gentleman that is worthy of being able to get the honeypot, the spy, okay, the female so, spy. So give us examples of popular women back then who had blockbuster movies. Mm, I don't it's, know if I necessarily can, but I think the delineation I think between that is more so. I think this is where I push back on a lot of the feminist ideas is that that strong women didn't exist alien you can't tell me ridley is not fired they're the exception though they're not the rule mm. to george's point men were more so dominating the movie space but that's because oh true yeah back then like we were just discussing men were the breadwinners in the house Facts. Mm-hmm. so men were paying for the tickets or whatever mm-hmm. And the wife was just going along because what the fuck is she going to do? Sit in the house all day and babysit or cook clean? No, she wants to go out too, right? And that's why I was so glad earlier you said that a lot of this shit is based on um, the foundation of economics mm. because I think it does boil all down to money. But I don't I don't know if it's in the same way that you said, George, is where like um, women have the loudest voice. So Marvel's trying to cater to them. I think they realize that women are starting to out-earn men in some areas. And they've got us outmatched in education. Like, a lot of men are not going to college anymore. That's facts. That's true. So women are getting higher-earning jobs in, like, science and tech Mm. and shit like that. So they're starting to see not only that, but also our parents, like our moms, they weren't into comics. They weren't into any of that shit. But- Women now are starting to be more vocal. They're mm. they're into comics. They're into all of this stuff. So I think Marvel is trying to, and I could be wrong, uh, but I think they're trying to 
widen the net, essentially, as opposed to just going straight after the men in the pond. They're trying to get some of the women as well. Of course. And that's exactly what they're doing. But my argument is that they're doing it the wrong way. I would agree. Right. Because they're trying to involve women in, you know, these female characters um, and stand them side by side by men. And they're like, look, women are also superheroes, which is fine. I, I agree with it 100 percent. They're in the comics, put right. them in the movies. Right. But now they don't want to tell their struggles anymore. They don't want to tell the, the way that they started on ground zero and moved their way up because they have to have them stand side by side by uh, the people that we've seen since day one. Yeah. Right. Because now we have Thor and we don't really have a lot left from the OG days, but they're trying to fast track female characters. They're trying to push them in as fast as possible. What about Black Widow from the Avengers? She's dead. But but, <laughs> but didn't they t- kind of tell her story through the Black Widow movie? And that movie came out when? 12 years after MCU came out? Fair, but they and were all wa- at ground level. And I think it was just... Uh, uh, yeah, I'd say a good half the team was ground level. Yeah. Yeah, but the, I think that movie was done because they felt like they owed it to Black Widow and to female characters. That's fair. See, I, there I would push back. I think Black Widow is the exact... They should have made that movie after Iron Man ago. 2. Yeah, okay, I will give you that. That's fair. I will give you that. But I think I think what, what needs to... For the, for the MCU in general, I think we need to understand the rumors that were going around at that time. Robert Downey Jr., at that time, we're, we weren't even sure that he wanted to do... Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. So that whole thing could have ended after Avengers 2. Or, no, no, Avengers 3 was before Avengers 2, or Avengers 2, right? Okay. So, yeah. I, so you don't really get the continuation of the f- the whole MCU without Robert Downey Jr. Okay. So Robert Downey Jr. wanted to, he wanted to leave. So I think a lot of the times they were kind of trying to do this new DC strategy where they're kind of focusing on singular stories. Um, and... Again, you're right. Black Widow should have come out around then. But Black Widow, because of her literal nature, she's not Scarlet. She's not. She doesn't get the criticism of uh, criticisms of Scarlet Witch or uh, Captain Marvel. Like if you think about Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel's marketing was terrible. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, if you're gonna straight up, mar- I don't think Brie Larson herself is a terrible actor. No. I think she's great. I think she's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I love Brie Larson. I think the role by which they wanted to market her is the contentious thing. Captain Marvel is, by nature of the comp, she is one of the stronger individuals in the thing, but styles make fights. And I think them announcing that she is, is what puts Thor at a disadvantage, is what puts... Doctor Strange at a disadvantage. It's what puts Hulk at a disadvantage. And I think they've already been doing this goofy thing with them for years that I don't know if I can fully attribute that to feminism in and of itself. Is Captain Marvel... uh, Like, think about Captain Marvel and Iron Man. We've had this conversation before. Mm -hmm. If you think about them at their basest elements, they are the same person. But it's like, would you rather have a bitch or would you rather have a, a narcissistic dickhead? Would you have, would you rather have a narcissistic bitch or a narcissistic dickhead? Dickhead. But is that because we're men? Yes. Is, is that, so I think at, at a certain degree, I think that's my point. I think at, the, at, at a certain point, 
we as men, we need to understand what it is that we're willing to allow from men just because we're men and what we're not willing to allow from women just because they're women. And I think that in and of itself lends credence to what I think women are fighting for. And I'm, I'm not feminist in the classical sense. Like I do want them to have equal rights for sure, but not at the, ex like we were talking about earlier, not necessarily at the expense of what foundationally is what is what it what it means to be a man. So, George, let me ask you. Um, you said you feel like Marvel's pushing it in the wrong way. Yeah. Do you feel like it's the wrong way because it's like a problem for men as a whole? How they're doing it, like you feel like they're like replacing men no. in some sense. I just doesn't. I don't think it seems organic. It feels way too forced. For sure. Okay. Uh, I would. I would think. Like, and this is strictly speaking from like a business, like, you know, owner standpoint, like from you know, the, the higher ups, how they're thinking, like, don't you have to like push it and see what comes about? Yeah. But first of all, MCU is too successful at this point Okay, to, to think that they can't release a show and it won't do numbers. Right. That's fair. If you're going to push something and be like, oh, here we go. We're going to release She-Hawk. I think you should release it in the same way that you would. I guess they're different characters. Sure. Uh, but if we would have released the Hawk as a show uh, 10 years ago, I don't think it would have, we would have seen him struggle. We'd, we would have seen him lose a lot. We would have seen his downfall. We would have seen uh, 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 an arc, right? We would, that's just how stories were told. And I watched She-Hawk. There was no struggle right? Uh, up until the second to last episode, which was the most interesting, where we actually saw her get mad for half a second. And then immediately after the first or two minutes into the season finale, it was kind of under underplayed. It wasn't important anymore. Okay. Her consequences were erased. Okay. Right. And I'm like, that's not the story that I think would be told if we're going to tell the story from Bruce Banner's point. Bruce Banner, we've seen him lose and lose and lose and lose and lose, right? And maybe he gets a W every now and again as far as him competing with the Hawk. And with She-Hawk, we saw her win and win and win and win and win because they're, they're trying to be like, well, she's just better, I think is the way that they're telling it. And it's just like, no, you guys could have told a story where she is struggling her struggle in the show was more her, uh, like her dating life, her career. It's a show that could have been done without her being a hawk. So I'm I'm about to take y'all on a, a ride with this, but bear with me because I promise you it it has something to do with what we're talking about. Uh, it's it's argued that women have higher inherent value early on than men. Uh, and I say that because, like, back in the day, and I was just talking to somebody else about this, like, women could get married at a young age to older men. That's pedophiles. That's not <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, I mean, true. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. it's like, you know, kind of what we're, we're working with today is, like, history or knowledge based off of what they were doing generations ago, right? Okay. So a woman just being born into the world, beautiful, young, whatever, mm -hmm. is valuable. 
as a man, you have to climb, grind, earn, establish yourself, and then people respect you. No sooner, like nobody gives a fuck about a young dude walking around the street. If he's good looking, nobody really cares. Like, oh, he's a good looking young man. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? But if he's a good looking young woman, oh, people are all over her. Mm. So is it possible that the the shit that we're getting now is being written for like a woman's lens? Like they see themselves as being superior to men. Being they like I don't, I don't know. I'm sure there's studies where you can show that mm. women are smarter than men. Or, no, I mean that's. I think that is a proven fact that women are more intellectual than men, right? Probably, um, but they're definitely better in terms of like social aspects, right? Mm. So, is it possible mm. that they could be just writing this for women to see it and be able to relate to it? So it I mean, feels I, like yeah. an attack. Like you know what I mean? I guess. Uh, so what? success story can you tell me in reality where a woman does succeed and she's like oh i had no challenges and and that's why i agree with where you were taking us and i didn't get the chance to say it but like if if that's like generally speaking what media is doing just showing women like you know here here you are born perfectly mm-hmm. you've had to change nothing you don't have to change anything this you you're fine how you are mm-hmm. and yeah i have a problem with that because that's not real and i don't True. want my daughter being taught that she can just show up and conquer and achieve at every level without having face in adversity like yeah we, that's something that definitely needs to be talked about like there are, there is such thing as pretty privilege there's such thing as female privilege there's such thing as you getting what you want strictly off the idea that you have a vagina that is so real like that is so real so prevalent it's real in real life for for sure (laughs) the fact that i if i was a weaker man that i would give you and i've been a weaker man where i've given money in place of you accepting me as a man because you you look good and i want to fuck and sometimes that might be the best way for me to fuck in my head. Like I might not have the game enough to approach you in a way where I can man- manipulate you. I get, it is manipulation. Like all of our rituals, we're not that different from animals, man. We are. So it's like the same rituals that a bird might do when a bird has to look crazy and do all those dances. If you look at a male bird and you look at how different their plumage is than a regular female bird, it's it's insane. Like all of it is like all of that is indicative of us as humans. Like we're the same. We're animals, bro. The you getting a haircut, you getting a haircut, you wearing nice clothes, cologne, the game, any of that, any of that is the same ritual that a man, that a, a female lion would or a male lion would take when trying to approach a female lion. Like none of that is different. That's so facts. so it's like when we when we deal with the rituals of being men, I think the evil aspect of what you were talking about about. Women think that thinking that they're better than men or trying to supplant men, like replace men. I think you need to understand what it's like to be a man. Like that is what I don't like. I don't think that that's necessarily what She-Hulk is doing or what. I think that there is a lot of pan- we're in the pandering stage yeah. of giving access to women and and African Americans and Asian Americans, and some of it is altruistic. But I do think that to a, deg- a large, a huge degree. There's a lot of 
yeah, you, we're, you're getting this because you're black. We need to do, we need to pander to what we think is going to be the status quo. But what's the, what's the counterculture to that? It's basically the Republican mantra. Like, <laughs> basically, again, if you want to get in the weeds, we can get in the weeds. Yeah. So it's like, like, if you get into that, it's the, oh, I think as men, we need to look at that and we need to accept, okay, this is the counterculture. We need to accept that this is what's going to happen. It's going to be uncomfortable for us, but we're men. Our jobs are to get through it, even though it may frustrate us. That's basically been our role for most of humanity. That's true. So here's a thing that I want to talk about as far as like Marvel and the way that they're doing things. Because what's the next big Marvel movie? Black Panther. Black Panther. Right. Comes on in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't wait. And too many people, too many guys, too much of the concern with Black Panther. Obviously, rest in peace, Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman. Like, sure. Played the character beautifully. Who's going to take the mantle? Um, is Exactly. Who's going to take the mantle? Yeah. And obviously, I think it's obvious, it's going to be Shuri. Right. Right. And so many people are like, oh, well, Shuri shouldn't be... Uh, taking his place like she hasn't had any training this this and that she and i'm like how the fuck would you say that mm-hmm. that i you have no fucking idea you go watch every black panther movie never had they said shuri was untrained was untrained yeah there is no That's reason solid. that she has not been training directly behind or with uh t'challa as as valid right because people are saying that they want fucking michael b jordan to, to come back to from come death. back and be like, oh, he, sh- he they should have kept him alive. Yeah. And they should have had him play. No, that that is so fucking stupid. Yeah. If you actually watched and understood the first Black Panther that Michael B. Jordan's character could never be Black Panther. Yeah. I think Shuri is perfect. Yeah. I think she's going to kill the role. I think she's going to play... Uh, the character perfectly and she's going to pay homage to Chadwick the way that it should be. Um, I think all of them obviously would know him and the character better than any one of us would know. And correct me if I'm wrong, but the Black Panther is supposed to be the protector of Wakanda, Mm -hmm. not its leader, right? Like, because they can have a leader and a protector or does it have to be one and the same? I feel like they look to him for leadership. Okay. I think it's one and the same because I think the protectors are more so uh, the Dora Milaje. Okay. Like they're the security I'm sorry. Force. Bless you. I don't, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> <laughs> like Ital- Italian for excuse me. It's entirely fantastic that Wakanda is not a real place because you would have offended the entire nation that has vibranium <laughs> and can just show up. They can just Pull up out the elevator. Yeah. Drop of a hat. That's funny as shit. No. So that's one of those situations where I'm like, yes, put her in that position. It makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. And I'm not going to fucking question it. She can literally do whatever the fuck she wants in that movie and just do like whatever fucking fight style she wants. Kick anybody's ass. I don't give a shit. I'm like, yeah. I don't question it because she's fucking her fucking brother was Black Panther. Yeah. I mean, as long as you illustrate it to a, a, a relative degree, Bro, that is all, a much all, smaller. Yeah. All person, you need, all you need. Right. Mm-hmm. And you don't even really need it is a fucking in, in the introductory, right? In the beginning of the movie is her as a kid 
and T'Challa as a kid mm. have been training together, mm. right? And then, you know, whatever, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And then, and it's just like, all right, cool. So she's ready to be this character. She's been mm. training already to be uh, uh, a Black Panther, mm. right? Regardless, like she knows, but she's ready to be the character. I think you're forgetting that important point. And I don't know if you were going to make it or if you were going to make it, Glenn. The flower, right? Isn't it? There was some flower that's supposed yeah, to give Yeah, it just enhances his, their ability. It gives them. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, but, so she needs that, right? They have yeah, to but show you can't, that too. You can't never not train. I can't go in there and have the flower and be Black Panther. I've never boxed uh, uh, Namor a day in my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't go out and be a superhero and just be ready to fight anybody. Yeah, right? I should have trained. Word. And that's going to be the argument. Unless you're Shazam. <laughs> facts, facts. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not yeah. gonna sit here and argue DC. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. you know what I mean. Exactly. Uh, but if she has the training and then she has the flower, there is absolutely no reason that she cannot be the new Black Panther. It's within her bloodline. Um, her brother was the Black Panther, and I'm you. You don't even need to show that she was training. I'm just gonna fucking insinuate and just. Guess that she was because what fucking other reason? Like, I would never doubt it. I would never fucking doubt it. A little sister looks to her older brother as a fucking role model every fucking single time. That's true. And if her older brother is fucking training, she's training. Oh, I mean, aside from the fact that she's the most brilliant mind in Wakanda, right? Facts that too. Like, she doesn't have to be the greatest. I did have my issues with her being portrayed in uh, what is it? Uh, Infinite Infinity Wars. Is smarter than Tony Stark. Smarter than Tony Stark. No, you shouldn't. No, because it was just the wording. What was the wording? Because they were like, she was like, oh, why didn't you just decide to, uh, when they were looking at Vision, Yeah. why didn't you just decide to, I forget the wording, obviously, I'm not a fucking genius. <laughs> but she was like. <laughs> Add the fluon capacitors to the. <laughs> yeah. Fluon. But she asked, like, why didn't she just, why didn't he do it? In a different way where yeah. the atoms or whatever it may be were individualized. That. I do remember that. And him and Tony Stark, or what was he wasn't there. Uh Bruce Banner was like, Oh yeah, we didn't think about it. And I, all you had to say was, Oh yeah, we didn't have the technology. That would already be like, fine. She's as smart as Bruce Banner and Tony Stark. I'm okay with that. They just didn't have the technology. Wakanda has way more technology than anybody than they have understandable and she's put he puts all of them on the same level but now with that sentence she's better than both of them there's two things i want to say to that mm. and i and i see you are dying to say something so, no, uh, I'll, so I'll make it quick <laughs> um the first thing is i think that was paying homage to people who were born in foreign countries because a lot of times people born in America assume that we're smarter than everybody else. And when I talk to people who are not from here, but went to school in other places, they come here smarter than most people that I know because their, okay. their education is so rigorous. Like they take school so much more seriously in other parts of the world than we do in America. Here, we just trying to fuck or sell bubble gum or burn CDs. A lot of us. Some of us are taking school seriously, but if you think about your doctors, your scientists, whatever, they're usually from foreign fucking countries. So I think that they were paying 
homage to people born foreign descent. The other part to that, I feel like they were trying to, and I don't, I don't really know how to word this, but <laughs> they say whatever, like put, put women on a pedestal. It's like, yeah. all right, show like, all right, sure. He's the only like super bright character in the Marvel world. Who's a woman. So, Let's show her that she's a little bit smarter than Bruce Banner and Tony Stark, who are supposed to be the, the but more then brilliant what is minds. Pandering. I See, is it? I, I think it is. I think it is. I mean, I don't could, necessarily that find that point super contentious. Like, what the fuck does contentious mean? No, here's the thing. You, when you're talking to Glenn, just assume you know words. Nah, <laughs> Merriam Webster. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning Marion Webster. We're in the man, second half of the podcast Glenn, now. My man Glenn says yeah. words and I just be like, yeah. Valid. No, please ask yeah. me what they mean. Yeah. I'm, I'm, supposed, I'm just talking at this point. And you don't even know what I'm saying. No, no. Context clues. <laughs> Legendary. Context means everything. So I think, so contentious meaning more so uh, potential for an issue, potential for a problem. Okay. Um, I don't think, damn. I think the issue that I more, I more so have with that point is like more so it being pandering is more so to your point. Again, a lot of foreign people take, if they have access to a I'm not, I'm not sitting here arguing that at all because I've also had conversations from people from other lands. Uh, <laughs> I feel like saying that is kind of racist. <laughs> other lands. Other lands. <laughs> Why is that racist? Is that, no, it's not. That's actual, right? They're from other fucking other, lands. Yeah. We're an apologetic world. You're like, just insecure about your... I'm foreign, ready. your yeah. foreigner language, yeah. So there, I've talked to other people, and they do have a more fucking uh, uh, just robust, robust. That's my, that's my favorite word. Man. It's a robust <laughs> education <laughs> system. Yeah. So I think we talked a lot about feminism and yeah. our ideas of it, right? Um, I do have a scenario. Do you really? Right. I yeah. yeah. And it, it, it's that. a little. It's it's not so much based on feminism. Okay. But I do. It's a. It's an idea that Alina's okay told me about. So this is for you, Glenn. You ready? I am. And right. uh, I'm interested to see how you guys would handle the situation. Perfect. Now let's say you guys are single, right? And you find a woman, and you guys are going out. You have a few dates, and you really start fucking liking this girl, right? And obviously, like TJ said in his episode, you you do wait to meet or to introduce. Uh, the person you're dating or going out with uh, to the people close in your life. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now it's that time. You're like, I'm going to fucking, it's a party that I got invited to and you're bringing this girl with you. You find out that one of your close friends had slept with that girl two to three years ago. It it was a one night stand. It was a fuck it. You know, they just, but they fucked. Mm -hmm. All right. And you find out that night, like, you know, she goes outside. Oh, my God. I slept with him. Or he takes you outside and be like, dude, I fucked that girl. Are you continuing to go out with this girl? How do you handle the situation of going out with a chick that you have gone out with five or six times? And you are starting to really like her. And you finally introduce her to your friends. But you find out that she slept with one of your closest friends. Years before you guys even met each other. Let me go first, Glenn. Yes, since I've, I've had this experience, actually. Hey, you're not so with that girl. Not. Hell no. <laughs> um, but not like to the T. Um, 
I was like kind of talking to this girl. Really, I was just getting to know her. And we went to my boy's house for a party. And she, you know, she's in there. She's having a good time. I'm like, oh, what's up? You know, I didn't think you were going to be here. What's going on? Mind you, we were talking like on the phone outside of the party. So you went by yourself and she was there? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I knew she was going to be there. Kind of, sort of. Like, I I had a good feeling she was going to be there. So I get there. We're talking. We're catching up, whatever. Dude walks up. Super friendly. Super touchy. Super familiar. I'm like, okay. What the fuck was that? I was like, oh, do you know him? Literally, verbatim. This is what she said to me. Do I? Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the way she answered it. Yo, that history is extensive. Yeah. So he was beating her shit in. So yeah. I was like. She think about that I'm shit on I'm good. I'm good. I don't want to have to. If dude got 16 inches, I'm not trying to compete with that. <laughs> like, whatever got you. Yelling from the fucking mountaintops that you know this man, good on you. I'm yeah, good. You just gotta I don't give her need that. Pound yeah. and dip it. Exactly. Dip like, okay. I shook her hand, you know, what, got what, the fuck out of there. You would do the exact same. So if she hit me with that scenario, so that I'm is wild. Fuck that wild. bitch. Throw her to the curb. <laughs> if that's the scenario, then for sure I'm definitely yeah, yeah. dipping. But up. no, if if it's a situation that I presented where she goes, hey. So and so, we, you know, I, I noticed him. I did. I haven't seen him since, but we did sleep together three years ago. Or if homie was like, "Yo, bro, come here," and he tells you, "Yo, I slept with her three years ago," how are you going about? Are you continuing to sleep with this girl, or are you continuing to be like, "Yo, whatever they like," he told me. Do you be like, "Yo, did you sleep with her?" How do you how do you handle that situation? Um. So I I guess it depends. Because I have, I mean, you know, I've had a similar situation. Yeah. So it's, uh, context is everything. Yeah. If it's a situation where she comes up and she's like, oh, do I? Dude, that guy dicked me down. <laughs> if she hits me with that, no drink in her spirit, just straight, <laughs> straight sober, just told me straight up like that, it's yeah. a dub. But, um, it, I guess, I, I think it, it depends. Like if the question was, was, uh, nuanced in the fact where it's like, all right, well, it's been years. Like, I'm getting both sides of the story. Like, if it's a close friend, then I'm going to ask my boy about it. Like, yo, you slept with Shorty? And he was like, yeah, but it was yeah. some... Because, like, your your man's... Like, what is the incentive for him to lie to you? Yeah. So, you get the scoop from both sides. If you feel comfortable, then it's like you just keep going. Because it's not like you marrying Shorty off. But no, but the thing is, is what if that's potential marriage? What if it is the point... You're like really fucking with her. And that can be your potential wife, the mother to your children. Can you continue in that relationship knowing that your best friend or one of your best friends had slept with her prior to you sleeping with her? And that relationship meant nothing. That was a one night stand. It was a drunk night. But they did 100% sleep together. Can you continue in that relationship? Can you marry that? Can you marry that person? Can you have kids with that person? I'm a simple nigga, man. Like, we can say that on the show, right? We can say that on the show. <laughs> y'all said it. Before. Y'all, y'all have already said it. Incredible. <laughs> I definitely did. So Incredible. You're, you're um, 100% good. I'm a simple gentleman. So it's like. Gentleman. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's equal, my boy. So, nigga, gentleman is the same thing. So it's like, I'm a simple man. So it's like, I don't put a lot of stock into bodies. I don't put a lot of stock into the value to the gentleman that probably beat 
maybe three years before me. Mm-hmm. If you beat directly before me, because it's too soon. Yeah. And again, but I've it's been, been, a I've couple been years. in that situation. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but if it's been a couple years, then it's like, as long as I, if I can trust my boy and I can trust my lady, that's something that you have to suss out. Yes. That's something that you have to figure out through conversation. Like you don't have to be manipulative in it. Mm-hmm. You just have to experience it. Now, if you find out after seven years that she was drawing behind your back and just just getting violated by good buddy, then I think <laughs> I think that that's an issue. And I think I don't know if you're necessarily wrong for trusting your gut at that point. Okay. But if can't you can't trust her gut. Oh, that's just <laughs> I don't think you can trust her gut. <laughs> it's getting digged out by uh, multiple gentlemen. But I think, like, I don't think there's anybody that's, like, the only person that's wrong in this situation is the person that dips out on a, spe- a specified monogamous relationship. Like, if, if we have context where, where you can fuck my homies... I don't know what man agrees to that, but I mean, I've heard it in songs. So it's like, I don't know, like I'll pass you to the homies. So it's like, if, if it's a situation <laughs> like that, it's like, okay. Like yeah. I, I can't be mad at that. If I said, yo, go fuck the homies, America, who does that? But it's like, all right, cool. But if I'm saying legit or if I'm figuring out, like not even explicitly, but implicitly, I'm figuring out that you're a trustworthy person. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at that. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna stress over. I'm, a, I'm, bro. I'm about to be thirty. I'm not stressing over that. Yeah. But who the fuck came up with that? Who the fuck came up with the notion that women can only fuck a certain amount or a certain type of person, and men can fuck whoever, whatever they. So want. that's the. I've I've heard this argument before. Yeah. Right. And what was the answer you got? The difference between how a man sleeps with a girl versus how a girl sleeps with a man, right? A girl decides who she wants to sleep with. A man convinces who sleeps with him. I like that. Right? So if we're single and we go out to the bar and we see some women, we have to be able to spit game. Facts. Right, we have to be able to talk to her. We have to be able to have her like us, and we have to be able to convince her to sleep with us. That woman in that situation has to choose to sleep or to not to sleep with this guy. Does she give him the chance? Does she not give him the chance? Right, that is the most diverse situation. Right, that's the land. That's the the fucking line in the sand between men and women in a dating in the dating world. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. Right? So, yes. If a woman has more bodies than guys, she chose to have more bodies than guys. If a man goes into a situation where he slept with a lot of women, he's convinced, hopefully, <laughs> women to sleep with him. Okay, so it's sounds like it's an achievement for men and a compromise for women. So a man chooses who he marries. A woman is chosen. That's valid. I I I, I think I enjoy that. That's yeah. valid. Right. That's so valid. 
right then and there, don't you think that the woman is responsible for who she sleeps with or who she marries? A man is 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 looking to to marry a woman, to sleep with a woman. And a lot of his character is he's going to put himself out there. A woman has to read that person and she is responsible for who she sleeps with and who marries her. Now, a woman can talk about she she can debate as much as she wants. She she does pick and choose who she sleeps with. Oh yeah, yeah. And 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 given the situation that <laughs> the guy is understandable in this situation, that's unanimous 100% of the time. I'm glad you said that cuz it ties back into what I said earlier mm-hmm. that women have higher inherent value. Yeah. As men, we're basically the gold miners. I'm glad we brought it back to that. And women are the gold. Yeah. Yeah. But in this situation, the gold holds responsibility. That's true. Who mines the gold. That's true. That's that's very true. Yeah. So I I think the idea of uh seeking and being sought, that just plays into what we were talking about earlier when it comes to like animalistic rituals and men seeking, women seeking. I, I do wholly agree that in today's world, I think pretty much throughout history, men seek, women acquiesce to the seeker if they enjoy who the seeker is. I think that's just the predator in us. I th- pause. Yeah. <laughs> pause. Pause. <laughs> pause. When I'm... Th- so again, I'm Definitely thinking about not. it in yeah. animalistic terms, not in not in goofy, scary shit. But like, I think that's just the... <laughs> Let me let me just use seeker then. Let me just use seeker then. Jesus Christ. Um, I think that's men are predators. Men are predators. Yeah, you, get, you got clipped, motherfucker. You going viral on TikTok. Holy shit. Man, he I said hope- it. He said men are predators. I'm trying to get a different Verbatim. job. Don't put the video out. Verbatim. <laughs> I'm trying to get out my you're ba- weeks. Yeah, your dating <laughs> shit is over, bro. I'm trying you're to get a predator. A promotion, my boy. Your I can't have this over. coming out. How many episodes you out? Uh, three right now. Oh, bet. Then hopefully no, no, I no, get no. that Fourth door. just came out. Yeah, yeah, four yeah, came yeah. out last week. So, all right. I, you, got, I hope, you got three? Got, this is the seventh. All right, cool. So I'll be locked you in got a couple weeks. salary, but I'm at will still. So they can fire me for any reason. But um, yeah, basically, I think that... um. I think the idea of discernment, like the ability to choose is key. Mm -hmm. And I think women definitely do have the greatest ability to choose. Like, I think that's definitely within their power. Like their power of being women is the idea of choosing. Um, I think men, because we're so simple, like, for example, like has a woman ever asked you, like whether you've cheated or not, why do men cheat with ugly women? No, I've never had a woman ask. Me really? That. So I've been asked that a couple of times. Um, oh, that's unfortunate. Well, I've never cheated, but I'm just saying like that. I for, mean, but the fact that they can think that they could ask you why men yeah, cheat. Yeah, that's actually why. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> if you think about how simple a man is, like very few men are actually complicated. What do we want? We want to come home after work, beat, play a video game, watch a game, go to sleep. Women are not that simple. Women are not that simple. If women were that were if if they were that simple, we'd get along so much better. We wouldn't be having a lot of the conversations that that we're having. Um, and I enjoy the differences because that would be boring. And 
I enjoy the challenge that gets me up in the day. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like that that excites me to figure out how to best this challenge the next day. But I think that's a fundamental difference that I think women need to understand is how simple men are. So if I'm just, if there's extra pussy around and it's free, you entice me enough with it. It depends on who I am as a person on whether or not I actuate my ability to capture free pussy. So let's come full circle with that. Women will hear that, and I think some of them will take away that they're the prize, that men have to grind, climb, fight for the opportunity to get to one of them. And I think that's a fact. That That is what it is. True. So if I'm a woman, mm. why the fuck would I play second fiddle when I'm choosing? I should be the star in the movies. I should be the CEO. No, because that's be... completely different. That I feel like that I feel like I, I get where you're going with that. Mm-hmm. But if you're the lead in mm-hmm. the show, then you're fucking choosing who's second. And you don't think women can do that? And that's a topic of conversation for another day. Okay. But I don't think women do it enough to where that's where uh, pop culture needs to be. I don't think that women decide who they, uh, I don't think they go out the way that we go out to choose who to marry. Women, again, like I said before, I'm not going to fucking repeat myself. But if that's what it is, if women do start switching roles to that uh, 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 stature, right, then sure. But that's not what it is. That 100% is not the reality that we live in. Yeah, it's one to have your cake and eat it, Darren. Correct. Yeah. Right? That's one of those situations where you're, uh, uh, you're, you're an exception, not the rule. And if that's the fact, if that's the case, then that's not how the fuck it should be fucking portrayed. I, I think the only issue is that, is, is that I'm a man. My job is to accept things that I can't stand. Like, we, we go to work every day. Like, even for as long as a man has existed, we've had to do things that are unfavorable for survival. Like, we've, we've had to kill. We've had to work. We've had to work really hard, sometimes unnecessarily, to get what we want. Like, just think about, like, think about vitamin shop, if I'm allowed to speak about that. Like, I mean, we've said it already. Yeah. Like, like speak about, if we were to talk about what you've had to do to grind to get to where you are and the things that you've told me in confidence about how you're at a disadvantage because of who you are as a man in a place where there's a lot of women in positions of power, mm-hmm. right? And I think that is what needs to be understood. Like, I, I think there's, there's two sides to a coin. Like, Women need to understand that your lives aren't necessarily at more harder than men because you necessarily have to work harder. Like we're, com- we're working hard against other men. If I was a, to dip into the real estate space, I'd have to compete with your knowledge, your six years of knowledge, your, your, your possible uh, personality traits that are disposable towards selling a house but the, if, if I'm going to fucking mm. take what you just said mm. and fucking take it all the way back to the beginning of this conversation, mm. 
right? If that were the case, if if it's a Glenn show mm. about Glenn being a real estate agent, mm. that show would revolve around you being challenged multiple times by Larry's knowledge, mm. right? And you having to build yourself up to be able to compete with Larry's knowledge within the realm of real estate. I mean, but it's Larry and Laura. Like if they have a head start. Well, if Okay, but that's not the story. But the thing is, the story being told Mm. is never a woman that I have seen is a woman being competing against a woman. It's a woman being competing against a man who's been established within this world and she's already better. Okay. Well, you know what? Okay. That's so the a race situation. That's a good point. I think that's I I think that's a fair assumption of where media is today. Mm-hmm. You ever have you ever watched Mad Men? Uh, a couple episodes. Of Praise it. God for you bringing that up. I think I think you should check that out because the like kind of like main female character. She basically works her way up from the male room. She is still competing against men, however. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I'm okay. I'm I'm okay. Yeah. Is that, is that my but wife, I, Keanu Paris? I don't remember that show like that. Uh, African American shorty. No, she's a, she's a white girl, blonde hair. Never mind. Uh, God damn, she's played in so many things, and I can't think of anything she's played in recently. But um, essentially, she's worked her way up out of like the mail room, and mm. she's become like head of market. And that's okay because that's whatever. a lot of the stories that we've been told mm. from a male perspective. Right, they've been in the fucking dirt. Mm. Right, uh, the the tale oldest time is men being able to build themselves from nothing and have an empire. Yeah. Right. If the stories we're telling now is that a woman could start not from ground zero to where other stories from a male perspective has been told, but let's say from ground 10 and then compete from there. Is that in reality, the same story being told? Have they won the same success? Have they gained the same respect? Uh, but we do need to end the podcast. You know, as much as I enjoy this conversation, as much as I do like the like how organic everything is, yeah. because we all have, as, as men, and the way that feminism is portrayed in pop culture, especially in things that we hold near and dear to our heart, right? As, as Marvel fans, as Star Wars fans, as just fans of movies and shows is we may think and we may feel that a lot of our uh, representation is being taken away from us. Right. And you guys did shed a lot of light on the way that maybe uh, the way that women are being portrayed, obviously is not for my viewing. It's not the way that I should see it. Right. The women being portrayed are being portrayed so that women who are watching it, feel like they're we being shown in the light and that's not my responsibility to feel like 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 I'm being sh- like I'm being put in the dark yeah. right uh and I feel or I hope that somebody can listen to this and understand that that's the situation yeah um women in in the MCU and everything moving forward obviously have to have a spotlight. They have to be able to be portrayed. Um, and I just hope that the people who are responsible for showing these women within that light 
take the opportunity and the time to show them within the right light. Uh, and that's that's all I hope, right? Because like we said in the beginning of the podcast, I do agree that they need to be, right? We've had conversations in this podcast where women cannot be excluded within that realm. We need them to be, exist. We have conversations about them. Uh, we've had podcasts with them on. So they, they, they exist. They so they need to be portrayed. They need to be shown. Uh, I just want it to be done in the right light. 100%. Right. Um, so I appreciate Glenn coming on for this episode. I think Big he did facts. a fucking great job. I think Big he, facts. He said words that none of us really understood. <laughs> I, just, I just got one more message. Capitulate. Capitulate. Capitulate is the word of the day. You know, look that up. Um, just got one more message. I know we're trying to get out of here. We don't hate women. Y'all are fantastic. America. <laughs> American women. All women. <laughs> yeah. You walk that back already. Already. All fantastic. Support women. Also, support men. Like, there needs to be room for both. Like, we can have both conversations. Both conversations can be true. Um, there's a lot we didn't cover. There's a lot of weeds we didn't get into. Hopefully, that can come back in, in another time we, we can discuss do a part that. Two. I mean, this is like part seven. <laughs> this is two hours, and I'm I'm grateful. I'm extremely grateful. Um, this was this was a pleasure. I very much enjoyed myself. Well, don't rub your own ass too much because George might I've chop this motherfucker that. up to be 45 minutes. We don't know. <laughs> That's actually insane. Our, our shortest episode yet. Yeah, real <laughs> shit. But nah, this is episode seven. Glenn, I'm glad that you came on. You were an awesome guest. George, you did your thing as always. I think for anybody listening, they're going to appreciate the fact that we presented a lot of different perspectives. Sure. We give a lot of information for a lot of people to think about. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. Maybe 23 or 25 people, depending on when this episode lands. How many subscribers we have? <laughs> <laughs> but it's all love. It's, what I mean, it's the Man Cave like Podcast. This the million subscribers won't come back to this joint. 100%. Yeah. One day we're going to get there. Mm-hmm. I'm Larry. This is George. Yeah. My boy Glenn. Mm-hmm. It's the Man Cave Podcast. You better believe it. Kiss the mic. I'm never doing that.